to the Antisocial Show. computer iPad for um, show tonight. I'm using the iPad. There we are. So, ah, okay. So this is, this right now, this is uh, the iPad that you're looking through, and these cables here are what are You here. froze. Okay. Hello? Yeah, I can still hear you, but the, the, the feed, oh, here we go, I see it now. Oh, that is fucking sweet. So this the, uh, these That's ca- nice, These dude. cables here, this is what we're hearing you on, and it goes into channel, um, oops, that channel that's lit up down there at the end. I'm over at that end on the, the actual microphone thing. Oh, nice, nice. Ooh, I like your I like your um your shock stand. Thank you. So You're welcome. Then, How much did uh, did that come with the um the, the Behringer mixer? The, the shock stand, the microphone. Or did you buy that separately? I bought the microphone separately. It was just just a yeah. Because I had to, I had to, well the the microphone and this. Came with um, came with the the, the podcast mic, uh, you know, the Behringer mixer. Mm-hmm. But if I can find, I don't think I can find it now. But um, the mic stand that it came with for when we did the first episode, um, it wasn't working because I had to like kind of like lean towards the mic, hold it steady. That's why you can hear a lot of noises on my end. I bought this mic arm separately. Which came with a pop filter, so it can cut out the the, the noise. Nice. Yeah, I, I don't have a pop filter, but um, uh, I do have a shock mount. Um, I've also got—I don't know if you can see—but there's acoustical tiles on my walls back there. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. I was wondering what those were. So that like helps with the acoustics, right? Theoretically. Yeah, it's called treating the room, basically. That's I, not bad. It's what I—it's what I had. In, I have actually. I have. Uh, you can't see them, but on the other side of the wall, I've got. That's six there, and then one big one that is actually just from packaging. My mom gets uh, shipments of glass with used glass, and so it came with some egg crate style foam. Uh, nice styrofoam, but the actual ones that you can see, like oh, actually you can kind of see there. Nobody in the audience mm-hmm. can see, but that one, that, that, that's one of the big ones that just came with pass packing material. But these ones, you okay. see on the back, directly behind the little ones, those are actual acoustic tile, acoustical tiles. And I got those. Oh, nice, nice. So you got like a whole setup going on. Trying, I'm trying. I just, I, I, this is actually the room. I, I treated the rooms when uh, for uh, when was a window, um, for for when I recorded the uh, the Bee Gees song. So trying to trying to get rid of uh, room echo or not room echo, but the sound of being in a room. Trying to get it as dead as possible as far as like reverberation room noise. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to, you know, don't. 
and have it sound like it's in a room. It's like if I want it to be in a room, I, I want it, you know, I want it to sound like that. I want to be able to add that effect later, and then also spread it out across the instrument so everything has the right amount of reverb instead of starting with something that sounds like it. It's do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's what's funny. I I see what you're trying to do there. Yeah. As far as like you know like acoustics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, I need more time. My Wi-Fi signal to do all of this works better on the second floor than anywhere else. Like if you were to go into my basement, um, and I have a, uh, the the basement itself is pretty huge, but it's it's padded with this white padding, and it's it was done that for a reason because the original occupants of the house, um, I think that the guy used to do something with like music or he used to do something like that. He used to produce a lot of music. Cool. So the walls are actually insulated. So you can't hear any sound when you're down there. You can scream to the top of your lungs. You can play loud music and you won't hear a thing. So had, uh, had the, the, the Wi-Fi signal work better, I probably would have moved my setup downstairs, but you know, for some reason it works better on the top floor than it does anywhere else. Like if you go downstairs, like in the living room, kitchen, dining room area, you'll get a signal. Um, if you go outside to the front, you'll get a good Wi-Fi signal. But if you go back, for some reason, it, it cuts the Wi-Fi off completely, even though the you'll be like right underneath the, the actual dish, hmm. but you can't get Wi-Fi signal back there. So it, it's very weird. Yeah, it's strange. The Wi-Fi is acting up tonight. I had to create a, uh, a hotspot just to get the signal to um, to be uh, to be to. Uh, I, I don't know. I thought it was a problem with the signal, so I switched over to to 4G for a bit. And that's not the, the iPad doesn't have 4G. I'm running it off of off of my phone. Okay. See, I don't get 4G. I get LTE now off of my uh, my phone. Huh? I get LTE, where the original iPhone used to only have. Wi-Fi and 3G. Okay, yeah. So you got the, you got the what? The 4G going on there? Yeah, that's what it's running. So basically, this is making sure that we still have a connection. All right. So I finished editing uh, episode 20. In case you hadn't had a chance to listen to it, and you would like to know what we did talk about. I, uh, in case you wanted to touch on anything, there's like a thread. I can. I have a list of what we were talking about. I, 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 oh, cool. I do this for every every episode that I that I that we do. Uh, I go through and I, I this is how I'm able to fill in the description later on SoundCloud. So, so like, oh, nice, I nice. Be like, okay, Strange Times, Pod Bay, Stitcher playing commercials, Combat Radio again. So, Succotash. You're, you're kind of like the Samantha pet of the show because you're the one that takes the notes, and so does Samantha. Oh, is that what she does? Yeah. In fact, I just I just PM'd her. Um, yeah. Asking her how South Korea was doing because obviously oh, you know we're, yeah. we're we're planning on bombing North Korea if I can say that over the airways but or they want to bomb Korea or whatever the hell they're doing. Okay. The, all I know is that man over there wants to bomb this man over here and this man over here wants to show that he has a bigger dick and bomb that man over there. If that makes sense, so they're they're whipping out their bombs Definitely. like and they're playing war like I got a bigger bomb than you and then he's over there saying. No, no, no. You know Big Bomb. I kill you. I kill you. And yes. So, and, and of course, I, I really understand now as an adult the, the, the conception of George Carlin when he said, you know, all the rockets and the bombs and the bullets are shaped like dicks. Right. What? They got bigger dicks than us? Bomb, Bomb them. them. 
bomb them. <laughs> so bomb them some more. We we were uh, for the audience. Yes, um, I will be taking a listen to episode twenty that uh, Tyson just sent me uh, a few hours ago, and it will be badass as usual. Um, we had a conversation earlier or later in the, you know earlier in the week or might have been last week about um, eating healthy. Yes. And, you know, various stomach problems, which I apparently had because I was in the hospital uh, for a while. People, if you if you missed me. Um, and the only thing I can I can determine or come up with when it when, you know, obviously when you're younger and, and obviously, you know, we're in our 30s and, and early 40s. So, I mean, you, you have to learn how to take care of your body. So and which I wasn't mm. doing. So mm. I think. I've switched a lot of my eating habits. Like I'm like eating a lot of like salads now, a lot of chicken. Um, I'm staying away from dairy. That's like my biggest thing. Like I love milk. Like I, it, I could drink a gallon of it and not think twice about it. But mm. if you think about it, like regular cow's milk, and, and we're gonna have like a little bit of a, I guess a health uh, discussion here for a second. But yeah. uh, anyone out there is listening who loves milk. Milk really doesn't do anything for you. Like you remember back in the '80s and the '90s when they had commercials that said, you know, oh, drink some milk because it, it fortifies your bones, oh, yeah. and you won't break your bones. Well, well, yeah. it really Sorry. cow's milk doesn't do that for you. Really, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, cows have two stomachs, and, and, I, and I'm going to try this, but cows have two stomachs for a reason because they can process the milk that they they produce. Where humans have one stomach, and we can't per really produce their milk. So there's milk alternatives that you can try. You can try goat's milk because goats have one stomach, and it's actually pretty sweet. I've never tried it, but I've heard good things about it. And also almond milk. Oh, yeah. Almond milk is delicious. And these are like healthy alternatives. And exercising, like, you know, going for like walks and things like that. These are all things that we have to do when we get older. And we have to make sure that we see the doctor on a regular basis because obviously we're not in our 20s anymore. And you can't just do what you want and recover from it. Yeah, you have to kind of like, you know, when you get like an, an older car. You know, and I'm not saying we're old. We're not old, but you know, when you get like an older car, you have to maybe a little bit. But when you get like an older car, you have to, you know, take care of it better. Like you have to put better oil in it, or the better gas, or you know, baby it as much. You can't drive from like Jersey, let's say, to California every single month and expect your car to run. It's the same thing as your body. You have to treat your body, you know, good. And that's, you know, I'm not saying you have to get crazy, like, you know, like massive amounts of exercise or anything like that, but it's good to exercise. And it's also good to start eating right and staying away from processed foods like junk food. Like McDonald's doesn't do a thing for you. Neither does Wendy's or, you know, Burger King or anything like that. You're better off. And even if like soups, okay, everyone has like a can of soup in their, in their cupboard for, you know, rainy days and they don't feel like, you know, like, I don't feel like cooking. I'm just going to have a can of soup. Mm. But if you're if you eat a lot of soups, it's always good to make stuff homemade from scratch. It's always good to have instead of canned vegetables, try uh, fresh vegetables. It's better for you. And you know if you're one of those people that are like constantly busy, you don't have any time to cook. That's why if you have paid attention to the show and you paid attention to Facebook, I'm like a lover of like BlueApron.com because everything they have is fresh. So it's like freshness that's coming right to your door. Like they're, they're, they they have like thousands of, of local farmers that they do business with. And I don't see you have to go like vegan. A little beef is good for you, but like you can't eat beef all the time. Like, you know, you have to break it up. Like you want like you want chicken or fish or, you know, something like that. And 
you don't want to eat rabbit unless you're going to have like a shit ton of greens because rabbit dries your insides out. Right. Oh, oh well, yeah. Also, by the way, yeah, less red meat, less red meat. So that includes yes. that includes pork. Yes. Actually, pork is actually really no good for you, you know? Yeah, it's not. Oh, and rabbit, by the way, there is, uh, yeah, the uh, people who watch QI, um, I think Season F or Series F, would will know that uh, that the people who, the trappers, were dying of malnutrition because they were eating rabbit, and they, but they weren't having vegetables with it, and the rabbit was leaching the the minerals out of their out of their bodies basically so they would they would starve you know like, oh this rabbit's great and you know they, they feel like they're getting fed but it was actually you know detrimental to their health now you can have rabbit you just have to make sure you have vegetables so that you know that's the big one. i learned that from you like years ago oh really uh okay. yeah and it stuck with me because we we're having a, I've, i forget why we were having this conversation but we oh. were on the phone it was probably because year, I like seven years eyes. ago and we were talking about rabbit and that that just stuck with me i'm like okay you can have rabbit but you just have to make sure you have a lot of collards with it you know a lot of collard greens or maybe some sure. uh you know green beans or something like that but the point is you, you have to have a, a, a balance you know you have to have a lot of vegetables that doesn't hurt salads you know like i said you know don't and uh, you know, portion meals. Like if you're like one of the, if you were like me and you were used to like having like, you know, a pasta dinner that could probably be for two people, cut it in half, you know, like save a half for one night and you have, you have two dinners like right there. So the point is you gotta, you gotta, as you get older, you gotta treat your body well. Otherwise you'll have all kinds of health problems that you don't want to have. Also, you want to have fiber, but not too much fiber. Don't overdo yes, it. Yes, fiber is good for you, too. But the thing is, is that also if you're eating processed foods, the chances of, you, of a person getting fiber, the, the type of fiber that they need, uh, is is not as good. I mean, there's a lot of, there's not a lot of fiber in bread, but bread does take up a lot of room in the stomach. There's not a lot, there's more fiber in white rice, but there's so much more fiber in brown rice. Fact, Which brown rice is actually pretty good. It can be, yeah. Um, I try yeah. to avoid wheat, so I, I used to like rice with soy sauce. But I have a, there's a gluten free teriyaki soy sauce that I can have. But so since I'm, I don't have problems with soy, thankfully, um, so I, I can have that on the brown rice. Um, I mean, I still have white rice. It's just I, I specifically need to keep my fiber content up. So the really good fiber foods are you got your brown rice, your lentils, uh, most beans. Um, Lentils is good. Split or peas or split pea, you know, like a nice split mm-hmm. pea soup, you know, Oof, good stuff. And uh, Ooh, yeah, and great fiber, like the most fiber is practically. Oh, avocados are also fantastic because they also yes, they, they are. Have, they have omega three as well, so those are really and good. it's those a good avradiviac, avradiv, uh, however you pronounce that word. Is it avradiv? And 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 Adirond- and like the chair, an adirondack. Yeah, chair? yeah, yeah. It's a great adirondack. No, it, it's. Think. It's it's an aphrodisiac. Are they? I did not. I was yes. not aware of that. Mm-hmm. Well, there is something kind of sexy about a something that looks like a green lump of shit. <laughs> oh, wait, no, Absolutely. no, there's not. No, <laughs> you can actually you can actually cut that shit in half oh, and that's right. yourself. No, I, yeah, avocados are really good. Yeah, I mean, and, no, they are really good, and um, so there there's different substitutes. Like you can have like if you know you're. Cut back on the sugar. Cut back on the salt. Salt is no good for you anyway. And if you think about it, there's there's tons of salt in in natural salt and stuff that we eat. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah. Now, if you listen to George Carlin, and I'm not saying that anyone has to, but if you 
listening to George Carlin. George Carlin said, you know how he stopped eating processed foods? He started picturing the people that did the processing. He's like, next time you get on a bus and you see a guy with gangrene on his hands, just picture him at the assembly line putting little pieces of chicken in the box, and that will fucking cure you. And then go home and eat some fucking grapes, which, by the way, grapes are good for you too. <laughs> but oh, yeah, in, yeah. In, you got to watch the um, – the the the, um, the acidity and a lot of stuff like the the um, like acidic tastes like you know like for example if you eat a lot of um, cut back on you know uh, uh, what you call it um, tomatoes tomatoes has a lot of you know uh, acid in it you know oh, yeah. um, so there are certain things that, I'm not saying listen I'm not saying like everyone has to like stop eating and die but um, no. in moderation because. As Tyson and I and myself recently have learned that certain foods can be damaging and, you know, in, in my case, I don't know about Tyson's, but in my case, I'm always constantly on the go between, you know, doing the show, between working and a lot of stuff. It's like I don't have really a lot of time to take care of myself the way I should have been taking care of myself and I was – I'm a 36-year-old guy acting like I was 26 just eating whatever I wanted and it doesn't <laughs> – it doesn't work that way anymore. So, you know, you, you have to, to take care of yourself. And that's why I think like the anti-social show, if you listen to us, I think we're going to start sharing healthy recipes for everyone so that we can all, you know, eat because we, you know, I love to cook and I love to eat. So, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people out there who listen to us love to cook and they love to eat or maybe they just love to eat, but there's still some healthy things that you can substitute with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, try a, you know, try a, a, a vegan burger or something like that. Everything like even now, like certain vegan foods and I'm certainly open to trying vegan foods but vegan foods are, are they they taste like they're supposed to like if you have a vegan burger you can put some ketchup on that you can have regular fries I mean there's no such thing as vegan french fries obviously because it's potatoes but a lot of like potatoes is good but it has starch well, no but I mean potatoes are vegan because they're not because they don't come from an animal correct Tomato, however, it isn't ketchup, so if you're trying to avoid tomatoes, ketchup wouldn't be that good of an idea. Yeah, no, ketchup is definitely out. Yeah, and that is if you try, are you trying to avoid tomatoes or acid? Is that is that include citric um, acid or because it's cut, different for I've different cut, people? I've cut back on. Um, well, for me, because of like the diet that I'm trying to be still to get my body better. I'm trying to stay away from like dairy, for example. I mean, I had a little bit of ice cream two nights ago, but I'm trying to stay away from dairy. So I haven't been drinking milk, um, soda. I've been, I cut out completely. I've been drinking like water and juices. What I've been drinking a lot lately is, um, cold green tea. So that's, that's been, and it has little to no sugar. So it's, it's, been my my substitute for soda because I love soda, particularly diet Pepsi. I can I can drink bottles of that, and not think twice about it. But the diet soda had to go, regular Coke had to go. So all these things that I was doing, it, it all has to go. So I've been drinking a lot of water, a lot of juices, and things like that. And I've been staying away from the fast foods. And not that I before I got sick, not that I was eating a whole lot of fast foods to begin with because I cut them, I cut it out significantly, mm-hmm. but. Overall, I've been I've been definitely uh, staying away from that type of stuff, and I've been eating a lot of greens. I've been eating a lot of like you know fresh stuff like fish and chicken and things like that. I've been staying away from red meat completely. Uh, rice is good. Um, I had a little pasta, but I don't have starch pasta. I have like you know like whole wheat pasta, you know. So I've substituted that years ago. So that's not even an issue. And 
if you're if you're one of those people that love pasta and you love white pasta, well, I mean, if you eat whole wheat pasta or particularly Dreamfield pasta, which is good for diabetics in moderation, of course, um, it's better for you than than starch because, as we all know, starch does turn sugar. Okay. And I've been staying away from corn too because that's another problem. You can't break it down. You have to stay away from. Oh, you're talking about like corn kernels and corn on the cob, not like corn meal or. You're okay. With oh that. no no no. Or anything like um like corn syrupy, you know that too actually. Oh, you're avoiding high, oh like high fructose as well. High fructose. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, I started avoiding high fructose like a, a, a bunch of like almost a year. Oh god, a couple of years ago. But I I, I had switched to sugar, and then I realized and uh, not realized and I uh, came across some numbers about how much sugar a person is supposed to have in a day, and they're not supposed to go too much over that, and and then I. Figured out that by having by switching to sugar, I was putting like, you know, three to five times the daily amount of sugar into my body just from having a couple of, you know, more than more than two sodas a day with real sugar. It's 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 ridiculous. So I cut out sugar sodas completely, and now I, I just have what uh, I mean. I don't get. I have applesauce for the fiber for the citrus. I have those in the morning, and I get the non-sweet and stuff, and it still has a little bit of sugar, but it doesn't have the sugar that the sweetened version does. So. Nice. It's a trade-off. Now bananas. Yeah. Bananas have sugar, but they're also probiotic, so they're good for the stomach, and it's you know it's a natural sugar, and they have fiber, so all, or you know, it's another good, or but it's good for bulk. Yes, we're talking about stool people. Get over it. Everybody poops. <laughs> yes, we're we're uh, educating you in the fine arts of eating. Um, I've been eating apples as like a like a snack. Oh, yeah, apples are good. Yes, and because fruit. Is, is nature's candy, so to speak. And the, see, my thing about it is I've never really eaten, like in my my life growing up, like I've never had candy in the house per se, except for like Halloween, shit like that. So it's not like it was like an everyday thing. Right. And even like now, I occasionally will like break down and buy a Snickers bar or something like that. But it's not, it wasn't like an everyday thing where I'm like, oh my God, I have to have candy. I have to have candy. Like, I'm the type of person that would choose like salty and spicy over sweetness, and I can't. I'm, I'm staying away from spicy stuff too. So it's that that's been the killer because I love, love spicy foods. Oh yeah, spicy you know? foods are great. So now, are mm-hmm. you are you basically have you are you on a like I I in order to arrive at where I'm at now as far as the my 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 um, uh, dietary restrictions, I, I had to go through different phases, and I realized that I'm I'm like more than a year out from my bout with diverticulitis which I had last year which is really nasty it's you know it's not it's not fun and uh, I had to take some antibiotics but I did I, I did not eliminate wheat completely from my diet until recently and uh, like within the last year or four months and that that's helped a great deal so I you know you look out for that hidden wheat we call it now I started to learn to where to look for things like this because uh, we had to go on an elimination diet a couple of years ago before I moved back to uh, Northern California because uh, Laura discovered she was allergic to mangoes. So we, we had to uh, do an elimination diet to get rid of all, the, uh, all allergens from our diet. And every can or uh, nutritional information uh, part uh, on, uh, on the packages in the stores has a part below it where it must list the, the allergens. And they include wheat, soy, shellfish, tree nuts for some people, uh, and some other stuff. But um, so now... I, I always look down at the label and see if it contains wheat, in, in, even in stuff that you wouldn't think would have wheat in it. 
Because like, like for example, but it does though, right? Some of it does, yeah. Like okay, for example, right? I, I you ever have a deli mix taquitos, those rolled up corn corn things with, mm-hmm. with like meat inside. So I get the ones that are corn, not flour tortillas, because flour wheat, and then they have uh, the chicken inside. Those are fine. The deli mix chicken with corn, perfect. So they also have they have beef wrapped in flour and beef wrapped in corn. Now if you get the beef wrapped in the corn. You would think, well, I've got the corn tortilla, I've got beef, there's no flour there. Nope, nope, no, that, that, that has flour. Pick up the box, look at it, it says contains wheat. So I don't have, also, by the way, I, I'm not, I'm not um, gluten-free because I'm, uh, I have a celiac disease, which is what most people who, are, who cut out gluten have, which is a very specific gluten kind of an allergy. I don't have that. I have a wheat sensitivity, which, which is non-specific, a non-celiac wheat sensitivity. So it's it basically has a different effect, but it still means that if I pick up a product that says gluten free on it, I know that it's not going to have wheat in it. So it just works out that way. So I don't only eat things that have the gluten free label on it, but I start by making sure that um, they don't accidentally sneak that wheat in there. So we're also gotcha. avoiding, we're also avoiding tomatoes now too. We're trying to find more foods that uh, we can both eat, and I'm fine with tomatoes, but. I'm trying, we're trying to have less of them, so that's they're not in the they're just in the regular ingredients. So there's a lot of out looking in all like we're just complete ingredient uh, hounds. We we make sure we you know we're looking at what's in there and um, very specifically. Um, well, you I mean you got you almost have to be that way nowadays. I mean, yeah. unless you're going to shop at like Whole Foods where you know a lot of that stuff is organic, mm-hmm. or you're going to shop at like Trader Joe's, and for us it would be um, Trader Joe's and uh, Home Foods. Um, oh, Whole Foods? Whole Foods, yeah. Okay. Um, and you know that stuff is organic, and even like Whole Foods sell homeopathic remedies. They don't sell like pharmaceutical drugs in their in their department of like medicine or whatever it is, or pharmacy department. So it's um, like I said, but you almost have to like I'm like I said I'm I'm staying away from like nuts and things like that just to I, and I have to call back the doctor to find out for sure what I have. But okay. um, due to the high infection that I had, I had like twenty one thousand of a white cell count, so it was it was pretty massive. And I'm sure it's you know just because of, I was I mean I'm now off the antibiotics, but you know my body was basically wrecked and for who knows how long. So I've been trying to like take it easy on myself and. That's good. Yeah. Even not lifting a lot of stuff just in case, but huh. you got to think about it. Like when you shop at like all these different places, and I'm I'm, I'm sure our audience are probably like, "All oh, these motherfuckers are preaching tonight. They're preachy." Yeah. But no, I mean we're we're trying to help you basically because we, you know, obviously had to learn the hard way. Yeah. So there's a lot of hidden food threats that exactly that people just don't pay attention to what they put inside their system because they figure that's what, true. And by the way, if you want to die. It's cool. That's your prerogative. But if you don't, yeah, we're not we're not being preachy or nothing like that. But I mean, if you want to, like you know, check out. I mean, it's look into your you diet know. a little bit. You know, look into your own exactly. diet. Figure out what you're eating, I mean, and at least eliminate that from the candidates of the things that are making you right. feel fucked up first. You know, because it could be your <laughs> diet. It could be as simple as something you really like that you eat once a week that messes you up for an entire week, and you don't know it's that one thing because you're not paying attention to what you're eating. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, absolutely. I mean, think about like all the all the, the unfortunately they still spray pesticides on our foods. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Well, there's that yeah. in, in a lot of instances. So, but you can be the smart shopper by checking what it is you're eating before you. Obviously, if you go to McDonald's, you know that's not good for you. 
um, you know that if you drink constantly, that's not good for you. Now, can you have like a couple of glasses once in a while of something like wine or, or you know whatever it is? That's fine. We're not saying that you can't do it, mm-hmm. but do it responsibly and and do it not excessively. So if you have like a glass of wine a couple times a week, that's fine. We're not telling you that you can't do it. It's just that you have to. We're just we're just looking out for you by telling you you know just look out for what you eat. That's all. Because you should. You should really think about what you eat. And plus, if you have kids, would you honestly like want to feed your kids crap? No. Obviously, I wouldn't let my own kids have McDonald's. You know, I, I don't want them to eat fast food. So everything – and I'm not saying like – even like I know what a lot of people are thinking. They're like, well, I'm on a fixed budget and eating healthy food. Uh, yeah, Tyson? I sent you a link, by the way, on what you're, okay, talking, yeah. on what you're talking about. Go ahead. Yeah. So – you know, you're you're probably thinking to yourself that you know going to a place like let's say Acme, which is also good by the way, they have a lot of good products there, or going to Trader uh, Trader Joe's or Whole Foods because it is all natural and organic. You're probably thinking to myself, well, I can't afford that stuff. That's why I go and shop for crap. No, you can actually buy good healthy food for less if you think about it. And if you sit down and plan your menus, and I know that's kind of hard, but and also, by the way, proper food storage people learn to eat leftovers and, like, you know, incorporate them into, into future meals. Yes, absolutely. So if you sit there and you plan meals where you have leftovers and stuff like that and you watch what you shop for, like, I remember. You save money. Exactly. I went to, um, I went to, where did I go? Oh, Acme, right? Yeah, what is that, by the way? It's, isn't that the place that Wally Coyote gets all his, uh, his, uh, his things he's trying to catch the Roadrunner with? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that, but no. Um, AC. So it's, 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 a, it's a it's a food store. Okay. Grocery store, and they have like um, they have like a, 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 a gourmet counter and all that for like different foods. They have a salad bar. Yeah. It's basically like a normal shopping place or grocery store, but it's a, it's a little bit higher end. But cool. I managed to get a whole bunch of stuff for a meal for I think. For a whopping twenty five dollars, you know, like I was able to get like everything I needed for to feed two people for twenty five dollars. I mean, wow. obviously, if I was feeding more people, you know, I'd spend a little bit more money. But you're not going to spend an astronomical amount of money in Acme, and you're still going to get good food. Like for example, if you wanted like a rotisserie chicken, they have that. If you wanted like salads. They have a whole bar like fresh salad like right there. They have like fresh fish, fresh whatever. Uh, the beef is high quality. Like everything is – and even their orange juice, their milk is good for you. I mean although oh, I said that cow's milk is not good for you. But there are different wow. things that you can you can get from there and it's, it's just as healthy. So that, that's you know kind of what tonight was been, you know, been about is we just want you to be healthy is all. Sure. And – like Tyson said, if you want to just continue to just you know eat yourself into a grave or have a colostomy bag hanging out your out your side, I mean, we can't stop you. This is the anti-social show, so we can only care about you so much. I mean, we want you to come back and listen to us, but we can't change your eating habits. So you're adults. It's it's completely avoidable um, discomfort. That, that oh, you know, it is. It is. It, it, you know. And uh, by the way, once you start experiencing discomfort uh, through these eating habits, you, you pretty much have them in some form for the rest of your life to some degree. So, 
It's mm-hmm. you know, it, so it's a, it, then it becomes managing that. And by the way, um, I was talking earlier about uh, you're saying Trader Joe's. So you have Trader Joe's out where you are. Oh, absolutely. And you like a pasta, right? Mm-hmm. So I used to I make this pasta dish, right? And it's basically like um, it's 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 the other things that that Trader Joe's has a um, has a. I want to say penne style, but it's it's not penne. It's it's another round tube style pasta, but it's without this the um, the cut off the ends. lines. It's more tubes, like uh, you know, like a like a straight, okay. like a straight macaroni and kind of thick. I don't, I forget what it's called. It might be rigatoni. Anyway, no, no, that's something else. It's, God, it's not, anyway, it doesn't matter. So they have a a pasta made from brown rice that tastes pretty much just like regular pasta. But of course, if you're not doing marinara, then you can't do this recipe I'm talking about. But I used to do this. Um, I take the I take a, just a bag of pasta about you know, whatever the whatever comes in your standard package, right? And then make mm-hmm. it into a bake essentially. So I've got to make the pasta, then I throw in some sausages I cook later, and some mozzarella and marinara on the top, and bake that. A few breadcrumbs around the edge, you know, a little bit for a tiny bit of a crust, and that bakes for 25 minutes. Comes out, you cut it up. It's not really lasagna. It's not mac and cheese. It's somewhere in between. And then you have you know portions for at least a couple of days after. You know, and what you can't. But you can't eat in two days, put in the freezer because, uh, you know, that first heat up of, of pasta from the freezer, you know, that the cheese gets a nice chewiness to it. Anyway, but it's it's mostly indistinguishable from from wheat pasta and it contains no wheat and it also has more fiber. So there's that. I think that's for the wheat free people. <laughs> I think you should, uh, since you are an admin on the antisocial uh, Facebook page, I think you should share that recipe because I would love to make that. Actually, well, we'd, we'd have to find we have to find a alternative to um, to the uh, to the marinara component, so you can so you don't have to do. Now, is it if it's the? By the way, also, if you, I hear what you're saying, thank you. I should say thank you. Um, the if you're if it's the acidity of the tomatoes that you're worried about, there is something called coffee tamer. That sometimes works, where you you put it in your coffee and it eliminates the acidity. But it's all these packets; you can get it on Amazon. You can can add it to marinara sauce, and it will cut down the acid factor to a certain degree. But that's kind of that's really sort of I don't want to say hit and miss, but it's certainly an experimental um, process. We haven't nailed it down yet. We just don't do marinara anymore. And I keep saying marinara; it's a catch-all. I know it's not. It's you know, there's it's not. Well, us Italians call it gravy, but it can be. Yes, we we Italians call it gravy, but it can be a marinara sauce depending on the dish. Um, right, or tomato. I'm just just a tomato sauce. I should be saying because that's what I'm. Yes, we call it tomato sauce. But I actually have a, a funny story about this sure. because I'm Italian on my dad's side, what? not my mom's side. <laughs> so that's where the Italian side comes. But hmm. not saying that people on my because they're they're phenomenal cooks, but. When for people that aren't familiar with um, the, the various sauces that they use in Italian cooking, if you notice that you, you can use a red gravy for let's say penne, right? Okay. And then you can use traditional vodka sauce. Now, why do they call this vodka sauce, uh, the, kids? I'll tell you. It, it, I was going to guess. Okay. <laughs> um. So what you do is you you make a regular marinara sauce or red gravy. Okay. Mm. But to get it to that nice pink color, you have to add milk, obviously. Mm. Not too much, just a little milk, just to get that 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 nice pink, kind of like orangey flavor. Mm. But you also add a couple of shots of vodka. Not too much, because 
alcohol doesn't burn off. I mean, alcohol does burn off when you cook it, but if you use an excessive amount, obviously, well, my aunt, my godmother, um, my mother's older sister basically found out the hard way because she was cooking penne, uh, penne pasta and she made the vodka, but she dumped, I think, almost an entire bottle of vodka into the sauce and then proceeded to feed it to my cousin and it got her intoxicated. Oh, no. Now, this wasn't an intentional intoxication, obviously, because she just used a little too much vodka or an excessive amount of vodka, but it was funny. So the the, 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 the whole moral of the story is if you're going to cook penne pasta or and cook vodka sauce, go easy on the vodka. Like I said, you use a couple of shots, maybe like three shots, but nothing more than that. You just want the – you don't even want the flavor of vodka in there. It's mm. supposed to be in there because it's vodka sauce, but you don't want to taste the actual vodka. So Okay. Well, yeah, you shouldn't be able to taste vodka too much. No, no, it's, oh, and, oh, no, it's smell it. That's what I'm thinking. Sorry, it's, it's, yeah. it's not supposed to have a smell. Of course it does, but I mean like it's subjective. Anyway, yeah. And the reason why you cook um, a red gravy for like hours, and I mean like a couple of hours, is you're, you're cutting back the the, uh, the, uh, the acidy taste of the tomatoes. But – how you can cut that time in half is you use some sugar. So if you throw some white sugar in there and mix it up, you can actually cut your, your cooking time in half, and it still comes out pretty good. You know or if you're I'm making sorry. like a bolognese sauce, which is pretty good, which you use a lot of chopped meat. So Yeah, you throw some bicarbonate soda in there, then you <laughs> make a volcano. Yes. There you go. Like a Mount Vesuvius. Hey, let's do it. Let them experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do a, get a nice uh, uh, pompe penne. Exactly. <laughs> or a, uh, a Pompeian puttanesca. Ah, yes. You ever had puttanesca? I did. I only, I don't know if I've, I've made one. Uh, is it, is, is one of the characterizing components of puttanesca uh, black olives? Uh, yeah, it can be. Okay, because I tend to see, I've seen it, like I, I'm a very visual kind of, you know, I try to absorb a lot of things with my eyes and what I see, right? So, like, I, I, uh, I've I, seen uh, the Emerald Lagasse puttanesca on the shelf, and I've seen other puttanescas next to each other, and I see the the black or the dark fleck. It could be Kalamatas, too. It's just they're dark olives, uh, right? So, Which are good, for you, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, some are, yeah. Uh, but then also I've seen the original uh, series of Unfortunate Events, and, that, and uh, that's the uh, sauce that the, um, that the kids made. For Count Olaf and his is and it, they, that also had black olives in it. So you know, my eyes are going, "Ooh, black olives there, black olives there." You know, is this actually what it is? Are people paying attention, and or is it for the people who are paying attention? That will know. Well, of course, it's that because it's got those ingredients in it. Like you know, what I mean, would a whole would a, would a trained chef who like or a person who has all these you know doesn't have to be a trained chef could be just somebody who knows Let me tell you all the ingredients. A of funny story. Mm-hmm. Is that when it comes – because you're talking about recipes and black olives and all that, mm. you can change a recipe and and st- still make it taste good if that makes sense. Like for oh, example, yeah, yeah, I told sure. you my, my dad's side of the family is Italian and, and some Jewish in there and my mother's side is mostly like English, Scottish and all like that. So uh, Swedish. So my grandmother cool. on my mom's side, she decided to make her own pasta dish and – this recipe I can't really give out without killing you, so okay. Um, and I don't even know how to make it anyway. But she she kind of took out the Italian components to this pasta dish and still made it good. So it's it's you, you can take almost any recipe and and make it like your own. You can add like things. You can take things out. So that, that's one of the greatest things about cooking is 
you don't necessarily have to follow recipe per se to still make it taste good and to, to make it what it is. You know, like for example, when I cook uh, my penne sauce, I tend to add um, crushed red peppers into it hmm. as I'm cooking it. Oh yeah. And which gives it like a spicy taste. But if you don't like crushed red peppers, mm. you don't even have to add that to, to get the effect that you want, you know. No. But then again, I use diced uh, tomatoes as well. Mm. So and that kind of adds uh, to it. And I use a lot of like, you know, um, uh, cheese, like, you know, Parmesan cheese, grated cheese. And that adds to it. So but like I said, if you don't want uh, Parmesan cheese, you don't even have to add it to make it taste still phenomenal, you know, so there, there's different things that like, you can do to, to make it, you know, great. I also use probably a lot of adobo for my meats and, and my fishes and my my uh, my uh, poultry, and it, and it tastes phenomenal. Adobo, really? Yeah. yeah. That, well, you know, that's it's got a lot of, well, it's uh, it's got a lot of, doesn't have a lot of different seasonings in one thing, essentially, so it's, it's, it's kind of already got a nice, yeah, we used to use, what was the one, seasonal has a nice starter blend of spices, you know? Do you guys mm-hmm. have that one out there? Seasonal? Yes. Yeah. It's also not terribly... It's not like... Um, like, I used to avoid MSG. Now I don't because I understand it's not as harmful as people think it is. It is to some people, but I'm not allergic to it. But MSG is, like, practically harmless. Uh, it's just... Yeah, well, MSG is... is I, I love MSG, but it's also, like, curry, for example. Like, we eat a lot of, like, curry chicken in this house. There's MSG so, in your curry? Is it? No, no, like MSG obviously is different from curry, but it's 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 almost like the same principle where the Asians use MSG, I think, right? Uh, well, when it's they, in a lot of it's um it it's in a lot of the like and and the the Indians use a lot of curry. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, although you're like yeah. you're saying how it's like 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 how the how the Trinity is used in a lot of recipes. The uh, right the or mirepoix is like something that starts a lot of things. It's like exactly. Yeah, I, so, see, I see what you're saying. Or fish sauce in Thai dishes is going to be something yep. that it's like always going to be. I see what you're saying. But ubiquitous. So yeah. we use curry in this house, and we we, really? we I think we use the green curry. I think. Oh wow! We, yeah, we that put, one's spicy. Yes, green, and green, we green use that. Yeah. What we do is we. Um, we chop up the the chicken obviously, and we we put it. Um, we add the curry to it, but then we also add like things like vegetables, and we add like um, those little uh, grape uh, tomatoes, and uh, we use uh, pineapples in there. So it, it, it's a good flavor combination. It's delicious, man. Interesting. I'm, it's kind of like a stir fry, really, but it's 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 and you put rice in there as well, so it it, it tastes delicious. So yeah, I let's see. I, I well, pineapple. That's interesting. I don't know that I'd do that. Um, I don't know if I'd. I'd probably put a pineapple on the side. I, I used to like pineapple a lot more, like on pizza and whatnot. Yeah, I'd like. The, I like the Hawaiian pizza. Um, I understand that it's blasphemous to some people, but whatever. Um, I'm from California. We we try a lot of weird shit out here, um, or shit that we find out later is weird. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Like, well, I've noticed that when I was out in California and I was out there for, you know, uh, some years ago, I, f- I found out that the the food um, and not like the common food, not like, you know, obviously like Burger King or nothing like that. I mean, I went to St. Lucia and had Burger King and it was like the same damn thing. But um, I noticed that the, the, the food in California is slightly different from the East Coast. So, and as people in general are different from, you know, uh the 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 whole east coast thing so it's it's kind of like two, it's the same country but it's like two different worlds all together 
So that that was like the adjustment that I had to make when I when I was out there. It was like, okay, these people are more like laid back <laughs> than the people over here. Where the people over here, like, they're not going to move out of your way just because you're walking. They're just going to tell you to get the fuck out of your, out of my way, or they're just going to like bump into you and whatever. But so the the attitude over there uh, on your side of the grass is is laid back, and I I enjoyed myself. It was a pretty interesting experience. When, I got to meet you Hefner, so it's you know. Oh, cool. When were you here? Huh? When were you in California? I think I was. Let's see. Where? When did we go? Uh, I want to say two thousand six, two thousand seven, something. Like, no, two thousand six. Wow. Okay. So let's see. In two thousand six. Uh, did did you? Okay. So I realized I just kind of rolled right over something. I was going to come back to it, listeners, in case you're wondering. But so, how did you meet Hugh Hefner? Because <laughs> you well, dropped you dropped that really casually. Uh, me and the ex-wife. You mm. remember Christina? I remember tell of her. I don't, know, she, I don't know if we ever, I ever met her, but I do remember tell of her. Yes. Okay. Um, well, obviously you didn't meet her in person, but um, basically me and the ex-wife, we flew out to California to meet parents. We stayed in Beverly Hills, and while we were there, they insisted on us seeing all the sites. Like, you know, we went to Disneyland. We went to um, – uh, what's that other one uh, with the all the different attractions and stuff? Uh, Epcot Center, whatever, whatever kind of theme park it was. I forget now, off the top of my head. But Knott's Berry Farm. No, no, no. Magic it has Mountain, like the Six Flags, Space Mountain. We did that. No, Six Flags, uh, Magic Mountain, Space Magic Mountain, Mountain. Space Mountain's yeah, we, at Disneyland. We, we did that. Um, Universal Studio. We went to. Oh really? Um, no, you know, I've never been to Universal Studios. Yeah, we went. We went there. I think. Um, anyway, so how, how we we got to meet you, Hefner, was we went to um, we went to the Hollywood Boulevard with the Chinese theater and all that. Oh, with the man, stars. That's Chinese theater. Yeah. Yes, and we decided to walk. We decided to walk it, and for some particular reason, there was a store that caught my attention for no apparent reason. And I'm like, oh, I, I want to go in there for some reason. I don't know why, but. We went in there and there was like this this long ass line. I'm like, why is there a long ass line? What the fuck are they giving away for free, right? So I'm following the line, and there was Hugh Hefner. I'm like, oh shit! So I bought two Playboys and I jumped online. I'm like, he will sign this. Mm-hmm. And he had like his two girlfriends there, and it was it was pretty cool. We got to meet uh, Tim Allen when we were there. We got to meet uh, uh, the dude uh, Raymond from Everybody Loves Raymond. We got to meet him. Uh, George Lopez. We got oh, to meet him. Ray Romano. Ray, yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah. So George Lopez, we didn't get all, we didn't get any autographs, but we got to meet them at least. Ah, uh, guys. Ah, uh, uh, I don't know what that is. It's it's not quite. Him. It's, <laughs> it's, it's it's a whole character. The nature right now is not admitting to you. It's, <laughs> it's, I'm trying to work one of his improvs uh, from uh, Ice Age because Ray Romano's you know he was the woolly mammoth in that. Yeah. I did not get to see those films, but I heard they were pretty good. I saw the first one. I probably saw the second one. I think there's like five now. I don't know. Oh, there's four. I have not seen the most recent ones. I've seen one and two. I think I could have just said, I've seen one and two. I've seen one and two. Um, <laughs> animated films. Okay, so we were, you know, we don't normally talk about food. We don't normally talk about food? Yeah, I don't think we normally talk about food, do we? I don't know if we've ever done it on the podcast, certainly. I think we've talked about food in other than podcast uh, conversations, but... 
Yes, but, but it doesn't come up very often between us. But of course, of course, we've we've both had uh, recent uh, you know dietary considerations. So I guess it's gonna it's gonna really uh, it, it it's it's fine. Well, I think on so. the, I think on the antisocial show, I think we like to be like you know uh, we like to branch ourselves out and talk about different things. And well, for the most part, are you saluting me, sir? I'm trying to get rid of the Oriole or Gloriole I've got going over my head. The glory hole, he oh. says. Glory, glory, oh. glory. Um, the, I think the on halo. this show, particularly, aside from talking about, I mean, obviously we we branched out. We talked about movies. Obviously, that's that's our forte. What movies people should watch, what they shouldn't watch, you know, that sort of thing. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> a few times we did discuss politics because I think that's a, a very important issue. Where most, I've noticed that most shows that I that I do listen to and yes soundcasters and podcasters do listen to other shows they do if they're not dicks mm-hmm. um I've noticed that a lot of the shows that I listen to are now like throwing politics into their normal conversations like joking wise or they, you know they get serious they don't get serious so we we've discussed politics because I think it's a, it's an important issue so why not like branch into like some food and shit? Because you know if we can like you know share certain things, you know it, it's it's helpful. That's why I've been sharing you know the the whole blueapron.com thing because I think like the, you know even though I didn't order from them yet, and I'll admit it, but uh, it sounds good. Like it, the, the stuff that I was reading, and I went into I went into some research on this before I decided to to share this with you, mm-hmm. with you find people. But a lot of the things that they have is actually pretty interesting that I would love to try. Every time I hear a live read for Blue Apron, I it's they always mention something that sounds delicious, and I do like. Uh, I'm oh, sorry, I have heard that they will work with dietary restrictions, so I am tempted to start up at least a, a not like a seven day a week service, but I don't know. I think they have a couple of different packages available. I think they've got like all the way to the seven. I imagine seven day a week delivery service or whatever it is the, the the most times a week to down to somewhere between two and three i think i'm, I'm not 100 percent sure about that well but, i mean I'm, I'm definitely willing to give them a try but there there's also and i'm i'm not going to mention the name of of this particular product but because I, I forget anyway but hmm. because if there, there's so many there's so many products out there like there's so many like weight loss programs out there like you know they basically say well like, if you you know, buy like a big box of our shit. We'll give you like, you know, a, a month straight of meals and you can eat these meals and they taste delicious and you still lose the weight regardless if you, you know, do exercise or not. And you can see all these people that really dropped weight. But the problem mm. and particularly one of these with one of these products is that, yes, they they serve you proportionate meals like you're, you should be eating. They do supply you with a box, obviously, a big month supply. And for the most part, I don't know if they're like, you know, actors or whatever, but if you if you read the ingredients on these packages, their their sodium is is astronomically high and that's that's one of the reasons where you can go wrong is if you eat something that's high in sodium. Don't forget the the foods that you eat has its own natural salt or if you use salt to cook, then you don't need to go be dumping globs of it on your food after it's done. But you can use pepper because pepper is not that bad for you. So, like, you know, obviously if you eat, like, potatoes, you're going to want a little pepper on there. But you don't have to, go, like, go nuts with it. It's also a natural like laxative. I used to. Sorry? 
I used to go nuts with the pepper. You went nuts with the pepper? I went nuts with the pepper. Nuts with the pepper. Two bits. Uh, that doesn't work. <laughs> I went nuts with the pepper, man. Nuts. Nuts with the pepper. 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 Yes, I went I went completely berserk with the pepper. Pepper nuts, pepper nuts, pepper nuts. Pepper nuts, yes. Like what he said. Like I used to take like a baked potato and I used to cut that bitch in half. And I used to put shit tons of butter in there and a shit ton of salt, uh, not salt, pepper. And the same thing with like corn on the cob. Like I would smother that bitch in, in, in butter and smother it in fucking pepper and not think twice about it. Mm, butter and but pepper. that's where I went wrong. Yeah, you know, it's all things in moderation. Too. Oh, so, you know, uh, one of the... Th- I When I moved here, uh, back here, I should say, there I was about... I think we're coming up on two years now. And... I, the week that I uh, reclaimed my California driver's license with was uh, 210 pounds. That's how much, how much I weighed when I, when I moved back. I actually think I might have weighed closer to 215, but I was putting it at 210, I think. So that was almost two years ago. I am now, this morning, um, having cut out, or being, having, Less wheat and basically cutting the sugar down dramatically, I am at 180 pounds. Nice, congratulations. Thank you. That's 30 pounds. 30 pounds. Now, you're the same height as I am, right? I don't know. I'm how I'm five seven and a half. Yes, I'm. I'm five seven myself, and I remember when I quit um, when I gave up the cigarettes for the first time. Um, that was the only time like I really craved sugar more than any time in my life and mm. I probably shot up to like 213 pounds like to date like right now because I this past week with being like sick and, and, and cutting out all the crap Yeah, I think the last time I weighed myself I was like 169 pounds something like that wow congratulations but I mean thank you yeah I'm, my, I'm, I'm gonna my original goal was to get down to 165, but I think the last time I weighed 165 was when I was a freshman in high school. I don't. I think it's possible. I mean, well, certainly there's worse ways to lose weight, uh, like cancer. But um, he's like, there's worse ways to lose weight, like cancer. <laughs> that's a pretty effective uh, weight loss system. <laughs> Um, not that we're not we're not joking about cancer. No, I'm everybody. not. There's not a smile on my face. That's 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 just saying. Well, yeah, that's not a great. And see, this is the thing. Like, there's bad food choices can theoretically oh, lead to cancer. So, I mean, like, there's a you know you know it's just you know like, I mean, if weight loss is your goal, that's it's not really not the best way to initiate the process. But anyway, An- another tip is for for people that drink a lot of like you know like bottled fluids like they have like so like you know water juice soda that that sort of thing mm. now it's never 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 and i and i learned this that's why i don't do it anymore but it's it's never a good idea to have a bottle of anything uh plastic in your car especially in hot weather because what happens is mm. all the chemicals that are in the plastic they melt and where do you think they go? You don't see it, but they go into your fluid that you are drinking. And that's another form of cancer. So there, there's – unfortunately, there, there's a lot of ways you can contract cancer. But 
there's also a lot of things to prevent it. Don't leave bottles in the car. Like, don't, like, you know, like, leave a bottle of water in the car and then, like, hours upon hours upon hours later, you're going to drink it. Or don't buy, like, a case of water or take it around with you. I mean, obviously, that, that would be as, uh, an, an economical thing, but, you know, feasible to, to have a, a thing of water in your car. But don't leave it in your car because that's what's exactly what's going to happen. The, 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 the chemicals in that plastic will melt into your water, into your soda, and then you're drinking it. So, yes. So don't do that. So we are actually getting healthy tonight, folks. Yes, we are attempting to. Uh, well, I mean, I've yeah, it's been it's been a real necessity for me for for a little bit longer. So it's good that you're um, you've recovered, uh, that you're recovering, and you have recovered from what you were going through because it it sounds like it wasn't very fun at all. And I, I think I went through something similar, but I'm not 100 percent sure. So oh, definitely. Uh it definitely wasn't a, 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 a good time being, you know, stuck in the hospital and having like a liquid diet. So, no, no, you know, uh, oh, speaking of which, there's, there's a stuff called Soylent. Have you heard of that? Uh, no. Yeah. It's, it's a meal replacement. Um, there's videos of people think replacing the, try, replacing their diet with, um, Soylent. actually, if you get a chance, uh, I'd like to recommend a video to you and to um, okay. anybody who's listening. Um, so I know we've only got look, done what we're nearly done here. So let's see. It's there's a series on YouTube called Vsauce. 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 And the host is a guy named Michael. So he's known as Michael from Vsauce. So uh, YouTube Red has started up recently, and it is kind of specific paid content from YouTube created by YouTube content makers. So there's still lots of yes, um, I, I've. I've noticed that. Right. So one of the YouTube Red series is is um, is called Mind, M I N D Field, like Mindfield, but Mind Field. And the first episode is free, and it's 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 created by Michael from Vsauce. And the first mm-hmm. episode is about isolation, because he deals with things that that are have to do with the brain, perception, and stuff like that. So right. So he puts himself in a in a uh, I think it was a. 72-hour isolation? I'm not sure exactly what it was specifically, but it was in this room that they created with, that, that had food and, you know, toilet, had a, you know, the toiletries and a, and a bed, but the light stayed, always stayed on, so, and there was no time, there's no way to tell how much time was going by, and his perception of time started. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like, you, you get a chance to Interesting. see it, because it's, it's really about, uh, you know, it's uh, people's uh, need for feedback. You know, in the absence of, uh, it's, it's so it's about isolation anyway. It's an interesting it's an interesting video, and if anybody uh, feels isolated uh, or you know <laughs> separate from the world, this would this might help uh, put it in perspective a little bit. You know what I find uh, pretty interesting? No. <laughs> well. If you if you think about like all the things that that we've discussed tonight about like you know healthy living and you know advice from people like real life people like you and I, mm-hmm. is that if you're sitting at home, obviously you know you watch like the Food Network or you know whatever channel it is, and you know you you watch those people. But the 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 greatest thing about podcasting or sound or soundcasting is our. Oh, by the way, I want to wish a uh, happy uh, what is it now six. Uh, Six years, six years to uh, Mark Harshon from the um, comedy soundcast, uh, Suckadash. The Suckadash, the comedy soundcast, right. soundcast. 
Succotash. Right. Yes, Succotash, yes. the comedy. I'm a little sound- tired. Sorry, I'm trying to say it all in one go here. Succotash, but, the comedy soundcast. Soundcast. That's yes, right. I like to wish him a big uh, happy sixth. Um, um, so, Six anyways, years. getting yes. back. To, yes, he's a very truly awesome guy, and I recommend his show highly. Um, but that's like one of the greatest things is because one of the greatest things about soundcasts or podcasts or. If you're going with the revolutionary whole soundcasting as as we try to be on the show, you know, we're we're kinda like siding with Mark there, you know, it's not a podcast, it's a soundcast, or as Tyson and I call it the show. So it's kinda like we're kinda neutral, really. The not that there's a battle between podcasters and soundcasters, is is that when you get used yeah. to calling it podcasting, which a lot of people that do podcasting call it podcasting, then you have people that well, no, it's not podcasting anymore. It should be called soundcasts. Well, goddammit, I'm going to call it a show. This way, this way we remain neutral. So anyway, but the, the greatest thing about this is is that you can take these shows with you. So like let's say you're listening to a podcast that always talks about like let's say chicken calamari or some shit, like different like – you know, or like bubba gum shrimp, you know, different ways to cook shrimp. You can always take these shows with you. That's the greatest thing about it. So I'd rather listen to some dude on a podcast or a soundcast talk to me about healthy foods than actually sit there and, and watch, you know, like a uh, celebrity like Rachel Ray. Not that she's, she, she sucks, but, you know, I, I don't want to sit there watching her. I'd rather if I'm driving or something like that, I'd rather just take it with me. This way I can always listen to it. You know, that's one of the greatest things. Like, oh, I'm driving down the road. I'm going to listen to this guy talk about, you know. Uh, fondue. I'm, so that I wonder if Rachel Ray has a podcast. I'd listen. She to probably it. does by now. I would think because a lot of the like a lot of celebrities have 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 discovered the joys of podcasting where they can actually get intimate with their with their fans. You know, like take for example Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith does quite a few podcasts where he goes around and he gets you know he gets personal where because he's doing all of his shows live. Um. Take Mark Hershon, uh, Hershon, for example. Like he's he actually engages his audience and talks to these people, and he gets to know them for the most part. And same thing with like Strange Times. They they do the same thing where they 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 talk to you. And of course, you know, for all of you people listening to us, we are the same way. If you want to engage us and talk to us, there's different ways you can do that. If you want to come on the show, you know, you're more than welcome to do it. As long as you're not a you know a, a creepy pervert or something like. Like that, where you want to rape Tyson, we're fine. So <laughs> I had to, I had to, had to, had to. I just like making faces. <clears throat> well, I mean, if you want to rape him, you just have to give us five bucks. Hey, they threatened me with a good time. <laughs> wait, oh wait, so the five bucks, like the uh, five pound thing that they do on Strange Times? Where it's, yes. It's like if you want to abuse us, you have to pay for the privilege. Exactly. Like, if you want to abuse us, you have to pay for the privilege. And, I mean, that they, Strange Times, like, if you want to abuse them, you just go to, you know, www.strangetimes.com and you, you hit that link, you hit that uh, that donate button or whatever, you give your five pounders, you can talk shit all you want. Well, that about does it. For the Antisocial Show, I'm Tyson Saner. And I'm Hunter Block. Be decent to each other. Have a good time, folks. 